Hey, good morning, Drive Time. Welcome back. Uh, as always, I'm Dave Drum. I'm hosting uh, yet again. But this week, we have a great opportunity to hear from somebody new who hasn't been on the program before. And Jim Ramos is an accomplished uh, podcaster, uh, website host. I, I, your, your uh, I guess, your list of accomplishments are, uh, are, are many. And you are well known also as an author. And you've just released a new book, uh, Strong Men, Dangerous Times, Five Essentials Every Man Must Possess to Change His World. And uh, I'm, I'm grateful that you've agreed to come on and, and talk through these five essentials with us. So, uh, Jim, welcome to Drive Time. And uh, we're really excited to hear what you have to say. Hey, man. Thanks so much, Dave, for having me on the show. I'm really honored. And hey, this is the first time I can announce this. We just released the book a week ago and found out that it is a num Amazon number one best seller. So super excited to hit that number one list and be able to share that message with uh, all the guys around this country. That's fantastic. So this is obviously not something new for you. you you've been doing this. You've been kind of in the arena, in the ditches with, with men's ministry. Um, so with that in mind, um, where... Where do you want to start in terms of this new book and, and kind of laying it out for us? Yeah, so we wanted to give men a target to shoot at. We believe men are conquerors. We believe men want a hill to die on. We believe men uh, are uh, like to have an object, a goal to, to go after. And so one of the things we've realized that, that we live in a real confused world where men don't have that target of manhood. Like, what is a man? What does he do? What makes him a man? What is the difference between a male and a man? What is the difference between a boy and a man? So we identified five critical areas where a man must live in order to remain a man. We used to call this the man card. You know, give me your man card. You lose these five things, that's give me your man card. And so those five things are protecting integrity. And this is like a climbing a mountain. So if you start the trailhead as protecting integrity, and we actually have study guides, small group study guides, on, with each of these titles, protecting integrity is a trailhead. The climb is fighting apathy. The summit, the apex of manhood is pursuing God passionately. The descent of manhood is leading courageously and the trails end is finishing strong. And so these are the five critical, or we call them essential aspects of manhood. Wow. So then um, start us out at, at the trailhead then um, yeah. and talk through that for us. Yeah. So basically when we define this five-fold uh, definition or these five essentials of manhood, we wanted to make sure they transcended time, they transcended ethnicity, they transcended geography, they transcended religion. So if we're going to say these are true, they need to transcend all of these things, Right. They need to transcend CNN news, Fox news. <laughs> so, so when we did this, uh, we, we came up with these five things and this and protecting integrity. Really, it doesn't matter what you believe as a man. If you lack integrity, you lack the foundational component to being a man. You can be a man and not be a Christian. And I say that I'm a radical devote, devoted follower of Jesus. We are a Christian organization, but in the church, we tend to Christians, Christianize things. And I know some great men who are not Christians. And I know some horrible humans 
who are not only Christians, but pastors. We've, we see these guys in the news. And so, so we realize that it's not, it's not Christianity that's foundational manhood. It's integrity. And this is really important. I think integrity is more important for men than women. If you lose the respect of a man, you've lost everything. You know, I believe respect is the greatest gift a man can give another man. And that gift really starts with this foundational component of integrity. So not only is it foundational, but it's functional. It allows us to stand upright. You know, we're the only, we're the only species in all of the animal kingdom who walks upright with their reproductive organs exposed. But the first thing that happened in the Garden of Eden in Genesis chapter 3, when, when the, 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 uh, they ate the, the forbidden fruit, the first thing they did was hunched over and covered themselves, right? They covered themselves because they were now not allowed to walk upright because they were ashamed and they, they covered their shame. And God has wired men to walk upright, straight, on display. And God wants to put, I believe this with all my heart, God wants to put his men on display not out of hum, not out of pride, but so that out of humility, those same men will put God on display. And we can't put God on display if we are covered over in shame because we have an integrity breach in our life that has uh, um, caused people to lose their respect for us, that has caused us and stripped us of our dignity. We see this all the time, right? And so we, we have to start with integrity. So that, that's really good that through integrity and humility, we put God on display. Um, and living out that integrity is, it's not just one component. It's not just one area. It's not an occupation. It's not a hobby. It's, it's all-encompassing, and you can lose that anywhere. So in, in your experience, in your uh, you know, book or, or really just your opinion, how do you, where do you see integrity uh, kind of laid to waste uh, typically for guys? So it's really interesting. When I was playing college football, I got tackled. I was a running back and I got hit in the leg and I had a one inch hairline fracture on my fibula, which is the smaller of the two bones in the lower leg, the tibia being the other one, but I couldn't heart, I could barely walk. And that one little fracture hindered me. And so you said something earlier, uh, Dave, you said, it's not just one component. And so that's really interesting because if you look at the word character in the def in the dictionary, character is defined as the complex, the complex of character traits where integrity is, is in the dictionary, integrity, the word for integrity is whole or complete. So this, this the thing called integrity, if you were to say, see a sphere, this sphere of integrity is all of these character traits combined and whole in a man. So the man is complete and he lacks nothing. For example, I can be a great man. I can be a solid Christian man. But if I decide to cheat on my wife, that one area has completely destroyed my integrity, possibly my life, or a porn addiction, or a, you know taxes are coming up, right? Or if I just cheat on my taxes and get caught, that one area can ruin me. And you're a, you're a police officer, you know, so you can have a great career and have one incident and that one incident can land you in jail. I mean, you know, these, these things, uh, it's this whole, this complete aspect of a man. So it's, so integrity really is all of these characteristics and character traits put into one is so that we're lacking in nothing. You know, the Bible says to be complete, mature, lacking nothing. And that's what we're talking about with integrity. 
And, and it's my, my mind went there as you started to say that lacking nothing. And, you know, so for those of us that are Christians, um, would you, would you say that our faith, uh, in, in Christ and our, and our belief in God and creation and, and all of it is part of that foundational integrity that we have, because not only do we have, you know, as you're saying, those manhood items, uh, we have even above and beyond that in our, our faith walk and, and growing in our faith. Would you say that's part of the integrity component, or do you think Christianity is really going to come in later down the trail? Yeah, so here's what I think, Dave. That's a great question. So 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Behold, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. Paul said in Romans chapter 6, he said, Should we continue to sin that grace may abound? May it never be. And here's a major problem with Christian men I see in the church is we give our lives to Christ because our pastors say, all you need is Jesus. All you need is Jesus. Faith alone, and you get your free ticket to heaven. But Jesus ruins your life. He wrecks your life. He deconstructs your life. He says, if you want to be your best version, buddy, you better get your crud together and change your life. And so if, if I'm going to call myself a Christian, and if that Christ, my Christianity does not radically change my life, if my religion does not radically change my life, I need to change my religion. And so this is the problem they, with a lot of modern Christian men is they don't think that they need to obey the word of God. They don't think they need to change their lives. And Christianity is, it, is completely deconstructs a life and then put its back to, puts it back together again in, in a better way. And so, if, so to answer your question, absolutely yes, Christianity has to change our life or it's not Christianity. It's a weaker, watered-down heresy. Man, I, I feel like there's about 30 different uh, side trails that we could go down uh, from that. Um, but again, so, uh, you know, to the guys watching, I would definitely say, you know, when it comes to our integrity, if we're, if we're telling uh, our, our wife and our kids we love them, obviously part of our integrity, we have to display that. We have to treat them as though we love them. Uh, so if we're standing here saying, oh, I'm a Christian, I believe in Christ, if we're not uh, that new creation that you're talking about, if we're not pursuing Christ and allowing him to affect change in our lives, then that's, in effect, uh, an affront to our integrity. Yeah, and you know what's really interesting, Dave, is that as a follower of Jesus, there's one character trait that I possess that a lot of Christian, non-Christian men don't possess. And that character trait that needs to go into every sphere of every Christian's integrity is Philippians 1.6. And Philippians 1.6 says, I am confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion till the day of Christ Jesus. And so that one component in there that Christians must possess is, is we must possess this component of, I have to continually grow and mature and pursue God. But we live in a world that says, get that good job, get that steady income and just cruise, baby, cruise. You know, we, a lot of people get paid to be average. Do you know that? They get paid to be average and not stir the pot and to stay in the status quo. And that's really what not God, what God is, that's not what God has called Christian, especially Christian men to. He's called us to grow and mature and to continue to, you know, rise. You know, someone once said, I think JFK once said, 
a rising, a rising tide causes all ships to lift. And that is what a Christian man should be doing. He should be causing all things around him to lift and grow as he live as he grows. Oh, that's great. All right. So um, like you and I talked about before we started recording, uh, being that we're on drive time, what we like to end each segment with is how, what is the tangible thing for this week? What is the challenge that you would lay out before uh, the guys who are watching that this this week uh, about our integrity? Where, you know, where do we start? What's what is the thing that we can do to get one percent better in this area of integrity this week? You just said it, man. What is the one thing? What is the one I, I want every guy listening to this podcast to think as they're driving, think, what is the one thing that if I was caught doing it would greatly hinder the respect others have for me or could ruin my life? What is the one area where I am not above reproach? You know, maybe it's the text thread that you have with that woman that's creating an emotional connection. Maybe it's, Maybe it's that that porn addiction or that porn hobby habit that you have that if your wife caught you with your pants down in front of your computer, change your whole marriage. Maybe it's that kid who went wayward, who you have a hard time live loving. Maybe it's that that um, child from a previous marriage who you neglect and ignore. You know what is it for you? Identify that one area in your life that is hindering you from becoming a man of total integrity and walking upright. And then listen, make it right, fix it, deal with it. Just stop ignoring it and deal with it and fix that problem. So that's what I would tell guys, identify it and fix it. And that's great. Um, well, Jim, again, thank you for being here. Thank you for uh, spending a little bit of time with us today. And then again, as we go through these, these upcoming weeks where we talk about the other four uh, uh, of the essentials that you talk about in the new book, um, gentlemen, if you're interested in the book, we're going to put the link uh, to uh, the Amazon to, so you can purchase your own. Uh, and, you know, I would encourage you to, uh, to look into that. Um, gentlemen, thanks for being here. Uh, Jim, thank you. Yep. Hey, I would say one more thing, Dave. Right now for three months, that book is 99 cents on sale on Amazon for 99 cents in the ebook. And I'd also say, Dave, you and I can talk offline, but we are offering this book to, to honor our active military and anybody who's a first responder, I'm just giving paperback books away to those guys to say thank you. And so if you're an active uh, military or you're a first responder, I'll just get a hold of you later, Dave, offline. I'll ship you a block of books to give those guys. It's our way of saying, man, we love those first responders out there and we love our country. That's awesome. Thank you so much, gentlemen. We'll see you again next week here on Drive Time. <laughs>